Hello and welcome to Encoding Your Thoughts. I'm your host, Jesse Tomshock. This is episode one. Today, I think we're going to talk about uh, web, mobile web, PWA standards, and web performance. It's one of those things that sort of drives the conversation. I've been doing a ton of mobile development, native mobile development, in the last couple weeks. Something that I'm familiar with and comes from... is sort of my origin and background. But really, I thought by now, you know, doing iOS development from like 2007, 2008, 2009, like when the App Store first came out, when React Native came out in like 2015, I really thought that because it was such a better experience that it would be so much easier to build and iterate and move that mobile apps would really depreciate to a sort of like foundational couple, right? You'd have a handful of apps, but it wouldn't be a situation where every website needed to also have an accompanying app. Now, what has really happened over the last couple of years and what's super frustrating is mobile Safari specifically has been pretty much handicapped um, intentionally by Apple over the last you know four or five years well you can install a PWA through add to home screen you can't do notifications you can't do web API payments you know it can't access local storage in the same way that it can on Google Chrome's mobile on mobile Chrome that's available on Android. And even the other browsers like Firefox and Chrome are required to use iOS and JavaScript core under the covers, WebKit essentially, Apple's WebKit. So they're holding back the entire web platform. And the frustrating part is, it, okay, fine. If Apple doesn't wanna do it, great, that's fine but to not allow anyone else to do it, right? Chrome for iOS could be, could have all those features, right? It would be super easy. It could have a majority share of mobile browsing too. And the problem you get into, I think it's really clear with things that are coming out and with congressional hearings and especially the emails that are starting to become public from Epic versus Apple in court that started to play out in the last couple weeks is that Apple really doesn't want to open the iOS ecosystem in any way, shape or form. You know, everyone, the headlines usually read about the 70-30 split from the App Store. But when you really dig into the details, it's less about the 70-30 split and more about the inability for applications to even advertise their own website. And Apple will say, and I believe they stated this in court, is that no store would actually permit you to advertise other stores inside. You can't go into a Walmart and see a Target advertisement. But that's that sort of comparison is disingenuine in the sense that I can go into a store, any store, I could go into that same Walmart and pick up, you know, a box of cereal from Kellogg's and on the box, 
is Kellogg's.com and you know the proud family of, of General Mills and they make all these other products, right? They are able to sort of tell you about the company. You know, there's, a, there's probably even a support phone number on the box. So really, I think Apple is showing a lot through their discovery in this in Epic versus Apple, their sort of thought process that, that the applications that you build and put in the store, they don't see those as your, as a developer's applications. They see them as their applications that they essentially like subcontract you to do. Like they have just pure ownership over these things. So anyway, to bring this all the way back around, you know, working in React Native and getting away from mobile, I really thought that everybody, you know, industry-wide would be here by now. And it's really sad to see that it hasn't really come around and may maybe it will in the next couple of years. It's a slow process. So it's possible that through litigation and congressional acts and bills and regulation of that nature that this will happen. But a lot of this was spurred off. I had a, a colleague share a Alex Russell post. Um, Alex Russell is a software engineer at Google. He works on Chrome, Blink, the broader web platform. You know, if, if you've looked at PWA's um, Blink, web performance, web standards, you've probably seen one of his talks. And recently, um, he talked about web performance and the sort of like handicap that mobile web specifically has on devices. Now, this goes beyond the store, but we're talking about download payload sizes and the average cost of, you know, time to paint and really things like that. So when you really get into it, um, you know, his most recent article in April is, is titled progress delayed is progress denied. Um, and that one gets into the app store and the web credibility and he breaks it down into several sort of, um, great things that I think the the performance lag though he really you know well Apple has done a lot to sort of wall in their position as develop web developers we're not doing ourselves much favor by shipping you know these monster you know several hundred megabyte payloads of web pages and he had a talk, I believe it was last year, on web mobile web performance and like the sort of minimum balance that you would have to, it was like 130 megabytes of critical path resources over the wire that's zipped, you know, to get it to load on a moderate, Motorola phone with a single core, right? Most of us develop, um, most of the people I know, I should say, develop on, you know, a Mac with 16 gigs or 32 gigs of RAM and they've got an iPhone or the latest Pixel phone and, you know, and gigabit ethernet. So it's not a wonder that, you know, sending that stuff over the wire doesn't really seem like a big deal. But when you put it in perspective, um, 100 kilobits of HTML, CSS, fonts, you know, 300 kilobits of JavaScript uh, zipped should really be the sort of metric if you want a page to load. And that's even just a minimum page to load in a couple seconds. 
you know, if you try and load most of the stuff that I probably built in the last couple months, um, you know, he talks about a $200 Android device on 400 kilobits, you know, and he's got these sort of, uh, the Moto G4 is a good example. You know, the, most of the stuff that I was saying that I've shipped in the last couple months, probably, it probably takes eight, 10, 12 seconds just to get that stuff to load. And, you know, we're talking pre-rendered server side, you know, server side rendering and, and Webpack 5 next bundling and all of those sort of WYSIWYG fancy things really come down to size. Now the development experience is, is tons better. It's, it's massively improved, but really the problem is the sheer size of the apps that we're pushing. So I think a couple things need to happen. One, you know, competition on on iOS specifically needs to be pushed forward. And I think, oh man, I, I hope in the next couple of years we're gonna get there. You know, I'm sitting in front of my iPhone and my iPad, and really I just want to build a, a nice Expo PWA that works across all three and not have to deal with the app store and the signing. You know, I've spent the last couple of weeks, I said I was getting back into native app development and it's been a really nice, I enjoy it. The signing and the like compile and upload through like signature keys and review process and pending bundles is an absolute nightmare. Um, case in point, like I did, I spent a couple hours this morning making builds, sending them out, and there was one bug that I had to fix. It was just like a, a route error. So I fixed the route error, and then I spent the next 45 minutes making new builds and bundles. Now, the computer makes those pretty quickly, so it's not a matter of like running, uh, you know, command K option, command option K to archive. It was the time to take those archives, those either .ipa files on iOS or the AAB files on Android, and actually upload them to the store and let them process, and then verify, and then and that's after I've spent days setting up key signatures and and dedicated Fastlane pipelines, and you know I understand that the web stuff is not easy. It may just appear that way because. Uh, from my perspective, because I've done it over and over and over again, right? That repetition is, has made it seem familiar and easy. But fixing that bug and then pushing out an entire new build um, is, I mean, it's exhausting. And I, if it were a web app, it, a PWA, I could have just fixed it and, and s s deployed it. And it, there is what? an hour and a half back of my life today. Anyway, what I'm getting at is the web has a lot of potential and I think developers like ourselves are required to do a better job on making mobile first an experience and not, like responsive web is hokey at best, right? You take your big website and you smash it down. Like build for the mobile, like how much time are you on your mobile phone all day? Like all day, all day. So build that first and then worry about desktop and and you know get a dedicated browser like my firefox dev browser i have permanently moved down to throttled to quote unquote throttled so that it has like a 3g connection um, and does parsing and packet loss that 
that sort of simulates that. And it does a really good job of finding a lot of things. Um, it makes my code better, it makes my thought process better, you know, and there's no reason that the tooling and stuff can't be better. So um, I think, I guess the point of, of this episode is to really call out, as web developers, we need to be better and be ready. Because the chance is going to come for us to do great work on mobile and to be able to do PWA native installs and web a web API secure payments and you know get to Bluetooth and get you know all those, all sorts of things. It's coming. It has to. But I also think we need to be ready with lighter bundles um, and address a larger market than just gigabit. $1,200 iPhones. Thanks for listening. This has been my thoughts on encoding thoughts, essentially. Really a podcast about my day-to-day -day developments and sort of what I've been up to and topics and stuff that have come across my feed recently. Thanks.